You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast for Monday, June the 6th of 2022. I am the host of the show, Lucas Smith. Thank you for tuning in today. And every day that you tune in to the Lockdown Cardinals podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making it your first listen. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. It was a good weekend overall. Uh, against the Chicago Cubs as the Cardinals take three out of two. And once again, whether you're listening on the podcasting platform or watching on the YouTube channel, please, uh, or I wanted, wanted to say rather thank you for tuning in to this episode and every episode that you tune into. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave a rating on your podcasting platform, and let me know what you think of the show. Cardinals are successful, as I mentioned. Um, the, the, the Cardinals... It was, it was going to be a tough series this weekend against the Cubs because it was five games in four days, because it was the Cubs. You didn't know what the Cardinals were going to do pitching-wise. And the Cardinals showed that they have some depth. They have some weapons that maybe not a lot of people thought they had. And you saw Brendan Donovan step up big time this weekend against the, the Chicago Cubs. And we're starting things off by talking about him because he has really just been a godsend to this Cardinal lineup. He has just been everything that the doctor has ordered for the St. Louis Cardinals, both defensively and offensively. You saw him throw out a runner yesterday. We've seen him make some great plays defensively at every position because it's not like Donovan is just a defensive wizard at shortstop, at second base, at third base. At first, it's, it's everywhere. He's played in both corner and outfield spots, second, both corner infield spots. This is somebody that knows how to get the job done. He's a super utility man that knows how to hit, that, that can hit at a high level. Oftentimes, people are utility men just simply for the fact that they can play a lot of different positions, but Donovan is a utility man because he can play these wide-ranging positions, but he can also play defense or play defense at these other positions, but he can also hit at a high level wherever he is playing on the, on the defensive side of things. Uh, you saw him in right field as a pinch hitter or excuse me, he saw him starting at right field and then second base on Sunday's dramatic win in Sunday Night Baseball. But in, for the first 94 at-bats of his career, at about 94 to 100 at-bats is really when you start, between 90 to 100 at-bats is really when you start thinking, all right, this is who we got. This is, this is a legit guy. He's hitting 319, only one home run, but he's driven in 15. He has an OPS of 886. And this is somebody who had a very good weekend in Chicago. And just to touch on his versatility, these are his games played by position. Six games at first, seven at second, nine at third, seven at short, a game in left, and ten games in right field. And he had, like I mentioned, a great weekend over the weekend against the Chicago Cubs. He had a hit in every game. He was one for two on Thursday, one for five. That's not great, but still a hit on Friday. One for three in game one on Saturday. Three for five, including a, a couple of big doubles in that game on Saturday. And two for five on Sunday night baseball. He's having just a fantastic year. Left-handed bat off the, you know, he's been off the bench. He's been able to come in and play all over the place, but his on base is 440 right now. His uh, slugging is just 447. So again, you might not think that his, 
You know, you're not going to get a lot of slugging out of him, but he's going to give you just about everything else that he needs. Again, the slash line, 319, 439 the on-base, excuse me, 886 the OPS. The OPS stands, you know, speaks for itself. It, obviously, you, when you have a high OPS like that, you expect a lot of it to come from your, uh, your slugging, but in this case... Oh, just about half of it, it's pretty split, even, even. Again, 439 and 447, the on-base and slugging. And Donovan has been a jolt in this lineup. He was the jolt in the lineup that Juan Yepes was when Juan Yepes first came up. And Yepes played hero on Sunday night baseball as he had the go-ahead hit in the 11th inning to, to down the Cubs. But even Yepes has slowed down a little bit in his major league career. His last seven games, just hitting 250, he's hitting a buck 96 in his last 15 games. Overall in the season, he's hitting 269 uh, with an on-base percentage of 333, slugging 442. OPS stands at 775, but Brendan Donovan is just doing it at a much more consistent level. We'll see what Juan Yepes can do as he tries to get out of this little bit of a funk that he's in. But Brendan Donovan, just remarkable. Throwing out runners at the plate, making leaping diving catches, getting timely base knocks. He was the thorn in the side of the Cubs the the entire weekend. He had a great weekend as I just ran through the numbers there a little bit. He is somebody that can do it all. Big part of this Cardinal lineup. And when O'Neill and Carlson find their way back to this Cardinal lineup, Brendan Donovan has done everything and then some to stay in this Cardinal lineup, to stay at the major league level, to continue getting the appropriate amount of at-bats. He has done it all. And you're not going to send him down, in my opinion, because of what he's done at the plate and in the field. But overall, on the, on the weekend, it was the rookies that got things done. We saw some good starting over the weekend from Palante, which we'll get into in a little bit. But again, what a weekend for Brendan Donovan. He was masterful. He was wonderful. You can't say enough good things about Brendan Donovan and what he has done to this ball club. He is the prototypical baseball guy, play everywhere, hits at a high level. Really looking forward to the future of this guy's career. Hopefully the Cardinals were able to keep him for a long time. And you really don't know in what role it's going to be. Is it going to be in a prime second baseman? Is it going to be an outfield spot? Is it going to be the, the DH? You, you really don't know. It's got a couple of different routes it could go for Brendan Donovan. He has been that good. He has been at that high of a level since he started at his major league career. And he doesn't show any signs of, of really stopping, getting hits against lefties, righties all over the place. So it's not like you can bring in a left-handed specialist and say, okay, we're going to get this guy out. Nolan Gorman, you might be able to say, yeah, we'll be okay if we get a lefty in there. You feel more comfortable if you get a left-handed bat in, a pitcher in there against Gorman. Maybe. Gorman himself also had a nice weekend as well, at least on, on one of the days hitting the bomb against the Chicago Cubs as well as he now has three home runs on his young major league career. He hit a home run uh, on Friday in the 14-run outburst for the St. Louis Cardinals. But Brendan Donovan, man, it's hard to really put it into words and it's hard to really put a bow on it because he has been that good. He has been that productive. And I look forward to seeing what he can do for the rest of this rest of this season and the rest of his career. Let me know what you think on if Brendan Donovan should be sent down, or if you if you think he should be sent down when O'Neill and Carlson comes back, who do you, who do you keep at the major league level then? Because even if Donovan's a bench player, great, keep him as a bench player. 
because you're going to have Gorman off the bench as, as a power bat. Yepes, I, I, I see a combination maybe of, of Yepes gets sent down, maybe you see Sosa go back down. I just don't see how you justify sending Brennan Donovan down when these players come back. I really, really don't. He has done everything and then some to stay at the major league level, and I think he will stay at the major league level. I just had to start the show today with a highlight of how good Brendan Donovan has been because he impressed me that much over the weekend against the Cubs, and it's always a good thing to see Cardinals impress against the Chicago Cubs. Segment two, we're going to talk some pitching because we saw some dandy performances this weekend, including and not limited to Sunday night baseball when we saw two pitchers for the St. Louis Cardinals go 11 combined innings. And that doesn't happen too often. So we're talking about Sunday night baseball's win and the pitching side of things on uh, the next segment of the show today. But first, I want to introduce to you guys something that is extremely healthy but also very cost-effective, and that is AG1, Athletic Greens. This stuff is incredible because with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're going to be absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging. It helps just about everything. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, whatever lifestyle you live, it is lifestyle friendly. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good and supports recovery, mental clarity, alertness. It's incredible. I mentioned the price. It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the supplements yourself because you are investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. It's that simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your gut health or health in general. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs on your first purchase. All you have to do to get this incredible deal is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Sunday night baseball was a fun one for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, they come out winners 5-3 to three in 11 innings, and the, the the bullpen was already stretched pretty thin. You wonder how the Cardinals were, once it went to extras, I wondered how the Cardinals were going to get out of this thing with their bullpen intact. Yes, you have the off day today, but still 11 innings together after you know this being your fifth game in four days in Chicago. It was going to be difficult, and then you saw them, Wainwright and Cabrera, put together a fabulous outing. Before I get to that, I want to ask you guys an important favor because we here at the Locked On Podcast Network have put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On Podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcasts. To get the survey, go to LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take you very long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To qualify... 
Again, to take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you in advance for your help because we want to make these podcasts better each and every day, and we want your help, uh, the listeners' help, in doing so. So the Cardinals, again, on Sunday Night Baseball, Adam Wainwright turned in a, a dazzling performance, and he did that with no strikeouts. His final line, seven innings, he scattered nine hits, two runs. They were both there, and he walked two. Did not strike out a batter, as I mentioned. His ERA is down to 2.73. Remarkable. Pitching at its finest. He ran into a little bit of trouble in the first with Ian Happ. You saw the Frank Schwindel score run as well later in the game. But even in that game, you saw the best defense in baseball step up once again. Throw was cut off by a goal switch. Throw the third. Get the runner out there. Inning over. This defense is something special, ladies and gentlemen. No matter what configuration, that's that's part of what makes it so special. On a quick little side note, so this defense, no matter how the defense is configured, whether you've got Donovan in the outfield, Donovan on the infield, wherever Edmund is playing, this defense is a special one that plays at a high level. Of course, you've got the gold at the corners and the gold behind the plate. So just a quick little side note there. But Adam Wainwright, just like Brendan Donovan is giving the Cardinals everything that they need, Adam Wainwright gave the Cardinals what they needed with seven Solid innings. He throws 102 pitches, 64 for strikes, getting nine ground ball outs. That was key for him, keeping the ball on the ground, keeping the ball in the ballpark. He also got three uh, fly ball outs. Henesis Cabrera registered four ground outs in his four innings, was tagged with an earned run in that eighth inning, but he gave up just two hits, struck out five in four innings of relief. We're not going to see Cabrera for a little while, but hey, when you're going to turn in a, in a performance like that, you deserve a couple days off. And Cabrera more than earned a couple days off because what he did was downright impressive. It was special to watch him go out there and get his five strikeouts, four innings. Yes, that eighth inning was rough. Gave up a run. You think to yourself, oh, Cabrera, no. You lost the game. Cardinals able to come back in the in the ninth inning. You can't fault Cabrera for just about anything he did last night. He was that good. On a night where you weren't going to see Housley, you likely weren't going to see Gallegos. You had a lot of guys that were down for the count. Your C-list guys might have been available. Cabrera said it pregame. It was reported that Henderson Cabrera told Oliver Marmol before the game started, I'm good for four innings tonight. Little did we know that Henderson Cabrera was going to go out there and give the Cardinals four dominant innings. 58 pitches, 41 for strikes. He faced 15 batters in those four innings. He was nails. He was so good for the Cardinals. It cannot be overstated. It cannot be overlooked how good Cabrera is when he is on point, and it will not be overlooked how good he was last night against the Chicago Cubs. Without him, if he was only able to give you one or two innings, the game changes completely. The outlook of that game changes dramatically because you don't know what you're going to get from your bullpen after that. Henderson Carrera was incredible. Like I said, you probably won't see him until Thursday or Friday now as the bull, the exclusive bullpen arm goes 58 pitches. But we saw Whitgren throw a number of innings the day before as well. I think he was over 40 pitches if I remember correctly. But Cabrera... Hats off. I can't take my hat off because I got my headset on, but hats off to Hennessy Cabrera and the job that he did yesterday. Winnert as well, as I mentioned, to do 
seven innings, but no strikeouts. That's pretty impressive. I think I saw on the broadcast yesterday that that's the first time that's been done since 2013, and it was done by Jake Westbrook. All uh, coincidence uh, there. But the, the Cardinals overall pitching on the weekend, yes, the, you know, they... they the, the, the two losses, they, they surrendered seven runs on Thursday. They, they gave up six runs on Saturday. But overall, they were solid. So let, let's shout out other pitching performances this weekend that deserve a shout-out. We will start with the second game on Saturday. Andre Pallante goes forward, innings, four hits, unearned run. He walked four, a little bit wild, strikes out two. We would like to see him maybe go five. But depending on how long Jack Flirty's rehab takes, if the Cardinals need another starter... Need somebody else to start? Andre Pallante should be that man. I think that he has earned yet another start. You saw Verhagen struggle, but Ryan Helsley, he gave up one inherited runner to score out of the two that he um, came in with. So two inherited runners uh, for Ryan Helsley. Trying to see if I can get that, if I remember that right. Yes, I did. Two inherited runners, one of them scored for Helsley. He goes two and two-thirds of an inning. Uh, does not get tagged an earned run for himself. Giovanni Gallegos gives up an unearned run, but he goes two solid innings. He strikes out five. So, you, again, you knew Helsing and Gallegos were done on Sunday, but they turned in fine performances on Saturday. He's, again, we're starting to see Helsley be human a little bit. I used that phrase with Josh Hader last week. But Ryan Helsley, getting length out of him was key as he, goes again, goes two and two-thirds of an inning. So, Pallante, Helsley, Gallegos earned shout-outs for their Saturday performance. And then you go to the Thursday 14-5 to winner for the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll talk about the big offense in segment number three. But pitching-wise, Miles Weichlis guts through five innings, gets his fourth win. The air up to 3.02. He walked three, struck out four, threw 107 pitches in those five innings. But how about Zach Thompson in his Major League debut? He gets credited with the save even in a 14-5 win because of when he came in and other circumstances that I'm... Uh, that's why he gets the save. He goes four innings, three hits, an earned run, walks one, strikes out three. Again, four innings from a reliever. Key to saving this bullpen when Michaelis was only able to get through five. He gutted through five innings. Again, was able to be credited with the win because of how the offense performed. But Thompson deserves a shout-out Absolutely for what he did this weekend for the St. Louis Cardinals in his Major League debut in Wrigley, wearing number 57. A special moment for Thompson. Uh, a moment that, you know, Thompson has had his struggles at the minor league level at times, but he's always been a name that you think, okay, maybe this is the year that he starts performing. Maybe this is the year that he can put it together. And so far at the Major League level, through just one start, or not one start, even one appearance, I get it, four innings. But did a great job against the Cub lineup that, uh, put up three runs in the first inning against Michaelis thanks to a three-run shot. They actually also added a run in the third against Michaelis and a run in the seventh again against Zach Thompson. The, the Cardinals this weekend, the goal was to win the series. And they did that by taking three games out of the five. You saw some struggles from Matthew Libertor. I mentioned Wicker, and he went two and two-thirds of an inning. He gave up a run, but that still deserves a bit of a shout-out as well. Cody Whitley got the final two outs of the game on Thursday in the 7-3 to three loss, 7-5 uh, to five loss, excuse me. But you saw a lot of good things from the pitching staff and the depth for this pitching staff. Guys that might not be in the Major League roster soon because you're going to see some fluctuation. You want to get guys up in the Major Leagues that are available. So guys that are going to be going back and forth a lot. 
But this pitching staff that was you know running on fumes to start this weekend really picked it up and did a nice job. And they all got a well-deserved update today. And it doesn't get much easier. You got three games at Tampa Bay, which we'll talk about tomorrow. You got three games at home against Cincy, and then four games in three days against Pittsburgh before an off day next Thursday. So the Cardinals right now really have to be impressed with where they're at um, in the standings, but also where they're at in, in the pitching side of things. Because the standings, don't look now, but the Cardinals are right on the Brewers' tail. The Brewers have lost three in a row. Willie Dallas just got hurt, I saw. They're four and six in their last ten. And all of a sudden, the Cardinals are just half a game out of Milwaukee. If the Cardinals win tomorrow and the Brewers lose to the Phillies, Cardinals are in first place. They are even in the loss column, a game behind in the win column. And this pitching staff, that these pitching staff full of names that not a lot of people know about, is a big reason why. Also, you have to credit the offense, especially for the 14-run outburst on Friday night. But the big credit to me, in my opinion, for the offense is, yes, it was a 14-run outburst, but it was the late-game heroics by the Cardinals, the ability to fight back, stay in a game that I want to highlight, that I want to talk about in segment number three. But first, I want to tell you guys about our title sponsor today, and that is BetOnline.net. It is your number one source for all of your betting stats and your sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, news, odds, including, but not limited to, this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all of the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC, even boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to that website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Offensively speaking, this weekend we saw some great late-game heroics for the St. Louis Cardinals. I talked about it a little bit on Sunday's game, last night's game. But let's go through it. Cardinals fall down by one in the eighth inning after Hennessy Cabrera gives up a run um, in the bottom of the eighth. He got a strikeout of Schwindel, gave up back-to-back doubles to Wisdom and Higgins, got a pop-out and then a line-out. And then you got Harrison Bader up to face Rowan Hick in the ninth. Wick in the ninth. Did Bader pimp the triple? Could he have scored? Hindsight's 20-20. That ball kicked away from the center fielder more than I thought it was going to. But he, nevertheless, starts off with a triple. Excitement. You've got some life. Hey, or Molina does half of his job. He got a fly ball. Wasn't very deep. He had anyone hit to Jason Hayward. And Bader, with all of his speed, still smartly did not run on Jason Hayward. Large Newbar is able to single him home with a little bloop single to short center field. The game is tied. And all of a sudden, life. This is an offense, I think, three weeks ago, does not come back in this game. This is an offense, I think, three weeks ago, that isn't able to scratch, fight, and claw their way back. Because in the in the 10th, you get a runner to, runner to start as well. Goldsmith struck out looking, which, again, was super bizarre on that 94 heater right down the middle. Arnado flew out. Gorman struck out. Could Gorman have ran right, right away? Yeah, I, I think I fault Gorman. And again, this is comparison. This is, is what it is. I fault Gorman a little bit more 
for not running right away more than I fault Bader for pimping that triple could have been inside the park game tying home run. Gorman strikes out swinging. Contreras does a nice job to chase it down and throw him out at first base. Don't score. I think that's more of the offense we had, or the Cardinals had, in the middle portion of the season that was so far. Runner scoring position. Couldn't get the job done. And then in the 11th, first batter of the inning, Juan Yepes with an RBI single. Harrison Bader advances, uh, or uh, reaches via a... Ground out, excuse me, a force out. Molina gets called out for strikes. Luke Newtbar walks, and then our man again, Rendon Donovan, uh, doubles to score another run to give the Cardinals some insurance. So this was a team that, that fought scratch and clawed on Sunday, and even in the second game on Saturday, as they won that one by the final score of 7-4, to four, it was Brendan Donovan. And again, an extra inning game for the St. Louis Cardinals and the Chicago Cubs. Cardinals in their victory blues. This time it was in the 10th inning that the Cardinals did their damage uh, to take the game, take the lead because Brendan Donovan had a double to give the Cardinals the lead. Bader added with a single as well. Newbar with an RBI double play. Doesn't get an RBI. Run scoring double play. This offense impressed in a lot of different ways this weekend, including and not limited to what I talked about in the 14-run outburst on Friday. 14-5 to the winner. Gorman hits one out. Corey Dickerson hit two home runs, albeit one of it against a position player, but that still deserves a shout-out. This is an exciting offense right now. The Cardinals with a one run in the second, three in the third, five in the fourth, three in the sixth, two more in the ninth on those back-to-back home runs with Dickerson and Newt Bar. The Cardinals are coming. I know it's, we're only five days into it, this being day number six, but the Cardinals' June is off to a much better start than last year's June was. And I talked about this on June 1st, on one of the episodes last Wednesday. I said the Cardinals, this upcoming June, feels different than last June. And so far, through a tiny, minute little sample size, it has been much better. You take three out of two against the Cubs, and you beat the San Diego Padres. Four and two to start the month. You got a tough weekends or tough week series against the uh, tough middle of the week series against Tampa Bay Rays coming up. You got Jack Flaherty on the mend. He looked phenomenal in his rehab start. Talk about him a little bit tomorrow, as well as O'Neill and Carlson are working their way back. This team can be scary, scary good, in my opinion. This month, they have an opportunity to get the job done with players coming back from injury as well as your current team already performing in a lot of good ways. Nolan Arnato starting to heat up a little bit. He had the two RBI single last night for the Cardinals' first two runs. Goldschmidt is coming back down to earth a little bit, but he is still Paul Goldschmidt. Things are moving in the Cardinals' direction. The Cardinals are starting to get momentum right now, and it was a successful weekend in Wrigley. Overall, you have to chalk it up to an overall successful weekend against the Chicago Cubs, taking three out of five, and now you move on to face the Tampa Bay Rays. Be sure to tune back in tomorrow when I preview that series against the Tampa Bay Rays, give my update thoughts thoughts and updates on Flaherty, Carlson, and O'Neill as they continue to work their way back and what the car and what that what those three mean for the Cardinals when they do come back. Uh, which hopefully will be very soon. So thank you for listening to this episode of Locked on Cardinals. Be sure to listen to Locked on MLB next with our pal Sully. And until I talk to you guys tomorrow, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.